Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Rap. Hey everybody, this is Andrew and I'm here today with Spring. Welcome to the Sex Rap, uh, where we talk about your questions about love and sex and relationships and bodies and friendships and pretty much anything that you want us to talk about, we'll talk about with you. Um, So thank you for submitting your questions. Um, How are you, Spring? Well, I'm pretty great. Um, I mean, I have been pretty sick for the past few days, but I'm on the upswing and I'm just wondering how how sick my voice sounds. Does it just sound a little bit sick or not too sick? Well, yesterday when I talked to you, you sounded terrible. It was like, <laughs> like, like gurgly, terrible, awful sounds. Today, um, you usually have a really high-pitched voice. And today, it's a lot more raspy. Sultry? A little bit lower. Sultry. Sexy? Yeah, yeah, is that the word you were looking for? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Sultry, sexy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I'm sorry that you were feeling sick. I I don't know about all of our listeners. This is the time of year where my schedule goes totally crazy. Bonkers. Bonkers. Like from eight o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night, five full days a week, there's just events nonstop. Go, 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 go. Um, And I think that's what makes me get sick. Like whenever there's too much going on and I forget to de-stress, right? Like I just, I just keep going and going and going and then I don't sleep and I go and I drink more caffeine. What do you do to de-stress? Oh, I have so many things in my life planned for a constant de-stressing because what? So you do lots of planning to help you de-stress. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I plan in a lot of time for yoga and for dancing and for baths or hot tubs um, and meditating. I mean, I do all of these things most days. Uh, and I prioritize those things because if I don't do them, I would be insane. Um, she like, would sound like me. <laughs> and I mean, I think that some people think that it makes my life more stressful to have to like plan in and slot in, you know, get up really early and get to a yoga class and then, you know, stay out late and get to a dance class and whatever. But I know that I'm a lot more healthy and balanced when I pack all those things in because I get this amazing benefit from, you know, dancing and yoga and these things where I do get to really um, breathe and let go and be present and it rejuvenates me. Did you know that lower stress is linked to better sex? Oh, So I'm not asking about that part, but it's good that you do all of those crazy (laughs) things in your life. I need to do one thing to de-stress in my life. Yesterday, I was so burnt out by the time I got home. I laid on my couch, had a glass of water, and I cuddled with my dog. I guess cuddling with my dog is pretty much the best de-stress there is. Yeah, BB's so cute. We should post a picture of BB. Yeah, I love BB. I don't even like dogs and I love BB. Yeah, I have the sweetest little dog. She's deaf now. Okay, we're way off topic now. (laughs) I'll talk about my dog for an hour. Um, So today, we have a different question. um, And it kind of made me chuckle a little bit when I first heard it. So Spring, will my vagina stretch out if I have a lot of sex? 
Your vagina is never going to stretch out. <laughs> what just happened? I have a vagina. Oh, Sorry, God. spring is cracking up. You can't even talk right now. Um, so the question is, will my vagina stretch out if I have a lot of sex? <laughs> okay. So, so no, my me, Andrew, if I was asking myself this question, there would be a lot of other stuff going on. And I, I would like if I had sexual reassignment surgery, I would be using dilators to stretch it out. So but that's okay. not what the question's about today. So what is the question about? I mean, that's one of our um, first activities when we start to answer a question here is to try to understand what people really want to know, right? Like, what do people really want to know when they're asking, can my vagina stretch out over time? Right. I mean, and I think that there's a lot of concern about like stigmatize. Will someone think I'm a slut? Will someone think that I'm loose? Will someone think that I have too much sex? Um, I think those are kind of the underlying questions. Um, Obviously, the vagina and the surrounding structures are muscles and tissue that if they are worked out, and if they're used, they get better at their job, just like your arms and legs and all and your brain, all of the other parts of your body. If you use them, they get better. Um, use it or lose it. Just kidding. You're not going to lose yeah, your vagina. It's not going to fall out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the vagina, obviously, yes. Like if, if someone is having more sex, the vagina is going to get better at sex. It gets better at stretching, right? Um, but no, no, it, it is not going to. Stretch out over time. Stretch out over time. No, absolutely. So, I mean, I think that people are concerned, you know, about these stigmas around um, what is termed like a slutty behavior. But I also think that people are concerned about what their partner is feeling. So, I think that people are worried, you know, that um, if... I have too much sex and my vagina gets stretched out, then my partners won't enjoy having sex with me as much. And I think that that's one of the main concerns that I think really drives this question is people are afraid that people, other partners won't enjoy having sex with them anymore. And that it's something, you know, that they've done to cause this uh, negative potential reaction from partners. And, um, and I think it's it's really sad that we have this type of worry because this is all related to, you know, myths and stigmas that have been perpetuated about sexuality and sexual health. And it's not based on any fact, but we get this question so much and it just keeps popping up because it is such a concern. I mean, it's one of those things where someone, when someone asks me these questions, and, and I mean, it in person, in face, at bars, all over the place, we get this kind of question. Um, I come back with a no, absolutely not. Your vagina, it, it can hold a tampon and hold a tampon in place. It can hold a finger. It can hug a toy. It can pass through a baby. Like it can do all of these things. It's meant to be an incredibly flexible, stretchy space. Um, so. No, it's not going to get stretched out. You're not going to suddenly be with partners and they're going to this think that you're loose because you're having more sex. Um, I think it is important to note that there are some kinds of things that people do that will expand and stretch vagina, but those are typically like extremely intense, like a 
humongous toys, fisting, those sort of events might stretch out a vagina over time. But even in those cases, um, those vaginas are still going to, uh, you know, shrink right back down and be able to hold a tampon. It's not like it just like opens up and turns into a gaping hole. Like someone says, like throw a hot dog down a hallway. Like that's the ongoing kind of joke. And that's just simply not the case. So I think what you're really saying is that um, so the vagina can, you know, stretch, it can then contract back in. And um, sometimes it might take a little longer to contract back in if we're doing this massive amount of stretching um, and very often. So um, also, for example, when someone has a baby, it's going to take probably about six months to fully contract back down to how it um, kind of originally was, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to get there. There is just this kind of longer time that it takes. So if you mentioned fisting, so if people are engaging in fisting, like it might not shrink back down in the next minute, but it's going to take a little bit longer because that's a bigger stretching activity that it's going through. So that doesn't mean that it doesn't return back to its size. It just means that it takes a little bit longer, perhaps. Right. So if you were asking the question, if I get fisted and then have sex afterwards, will my vagina feel looser and stretched out? Yes. Immediately afterwards, it would feel looser because there is a big stretching. But a week later, would it feel different? No. Like Spring said, it's going to shrink back down to its normal size. Great. So... (laughs) So do whatever fun activities you want and and then your vagina will, your vagina too, Andrew, will return to its original size. Awesome. Well, I am looking forward to my vagina returning to its original size right (laughs) after this break. So we'll be right back, everybody. Okay, we're back. And uh, as we promised, we're in season two, and we're going to do some reviews. And today we're reviewing something special. What are we talking about? What are we reviewing? Well, we're reviewing Kegels, obviously. And I bet you didn't know that we were going to be reviewing exercises on this extra app, but today we are. Kegels are a pelvic floor exercise. And since we're talking about stretching vaginas, we have to talk about Kegels. So um, I'm doing them right now. What about you, Spring? Can you tell if I'm doing them? I I can. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, you should tell that story. It's really funny. So Andrew and I um, both taught undergrad sexuality classes at Penn State. And um, we learned to teach them from our advisor that we worked with at Penn State, Dr. Koch. And... Dr. Coke would tell the same jokes all the time and, and when she was teaching the sexuality classes. And then I started telling all those same jokes because I learned to teach the class from her. And I noticed like as I'm starting to teach this class and I'm doing these jokes and uh, the one that she would always say when she taught about Kegels, she would teach about Kegels, say how to contract the pelvic floor muscles and then look around the room and say, And I can tell if you're doing your Kegels. 
I can tell when you're doing them. And everybody would look kind of alarmed and they would kind of look over their shoulders like, how does she know? And she, she would say, I know because if you're doing them right now, you're smiling. And then <laughs> the whole class would break every, out and peel. Everybody would crack up. And it was so funny. And, um, but I, I always think of that. And actually, whenever I'm doing giggles, I do always smile, mostly because she always said that, but also because I feel like I'm doing something secretive and <laughs> it just makes you smile. That's pretty funny. When I, whenever I'm teaching sex classes now, after I introduce giggles, I have random slides and like non-related presentations that just say like giggles and I don't talk <laughs> for 30 seconds. And it's a Kegel break. Everyone just has oh, to do their Kegels. I was going to be quiet. Well, they don't have to. We haven't even said what they are yet. Oh, so our review of Kegels is they're awesome and you should do them. This is this is a very unbiased review, right? We're just like, no one makes money off of this. So it's just... <laughs> no, it's like not like a Kardashian's going to come in and be like, I'm Chloe Kardashian and I like Kegels because they start with a K, just like my name. <laughs> uh, no, um, I'm sorry. I meant... Anyway, um, no, so Kegels are you tighten and release your pelvic floor muscle. The easiest way to do that is to focus on the muscles that you would use to stop the flow of urine. So if you're peeing, like what you would do to stop peeing mid, midstream, um, and take it and hold it for a few seconds and then let it go. And that's it. You can do them anywhere, anytime. You don't need any kind of special equipment, though. If you are a woman, there are uh, different pieces of equipment that you can use to do We'll talk about it on another episode. We'll go. We'll do a whole episode about Kegels, but I, I do think you know. Um, so for our review, let's um, say that we give Kegels an A plus. Um, we recommend that everybody tries them out. You can try them right now. You can do them every time you're listening to our show. That's a great little yeah, reminder <laughs> to get them in each week. <laughs> uh, no, but, but kegels are a great way to enhance your own sexual pleasure. And if you're ever worried about your vagina stretching out, if you do kegels, it will strengthen the pelvic floor muscles and it will make it feel tighter and you'll have more control over what's happening as well. So, I mean, no, your vagina is not going to stretch out to answer our question at the beginning of this, uh, of the episode today. But if you're concerned about it, Kegels are a way to ensure that you can be as tight as you want to be. <laughs> You're great for men too, but we'll talk about it in the men, in, in the other episode when we do a full episode. Yep. Okay. So let's go back to this question just for another minute. So will my vagina stretch out? Um, I think that we just do want to talk a little bit about this stigma, this stigma about being promiscuous, about, you know, this kind of underlying idea that um, if someone has a lot of sex, you know, it's going to affect affect their life and affect their ability to engage in uh, sex with partners. And I mean, we, we talk about so many stigmas on the shows. There's so many stigmas around sexuality, sexual health, sexual orientation, uh, gender identity, right? And um, 
we always want to talk about what we can do to combat those stigmas, what we can do to start to normalize uh, sexual behavior, sexuality in our society. So let's talk about that a little bit. What is What are some things specifically to combat this stretched out vagina syndrome stigma that's like all over the place. I mean, it's one of those crazy things where when whenever there's someone who says like, oh, women who have a lot of sex, like they're terrible, they're awful, they're horse, they're slut. Except like, do you want, okay, if you are seeking out a sexual partner, do you want someone who is A, good at sex or B, terrible at sex? Do you want to have sex I mean, with someone who is good or bad? I feel like this is a trick question. It, uh, you obviously <laughs> want to have sex with someone who's good at sex. And how does one get good at sex? Right. Practice makes perfect. Right. You just gotta, you gotta get in there and you gotta try new things and you gotta laugh and you gotta experiment and you gotta play and you gotta move forward with it. Um, nobody is awesome at sex their very first time. If they tell you that they were, they're lying or, um, they have a really skewed view of their partner's pleasure. Most likely, um, <laughs> those 14 and a half seconds of bliss, um, No, it just takes practice over time. And I think that that's one of the big problems with the stigma is that women aren't given spaces where they can be honest about their sex, their sexual desires, their sexual needs, the practice of having better sex. Um, And at the same time, uh, one of the primary complaints that a lot of men have is that their partners are inexperienced or they're not very good at sex. Of course not, because the stigma that's in place uh, prevents women from having sex. And the craziest part of all um, is that men and women perpetuate the stigma, right? They, they both are there yeah. saying that women need to be pure, they shouldn't be having sex, they shouldn't enjoy sex, or else they'll become loose. And loose is actually, I mean, a term that's even used uh, for women that have a lot of sexual partners and it's like they're it's a loose woman right like that's even just a term that's used um not even necessarily talking about the vagina but i think it's you know that's obviously where it came from her (laughs) vagina is going to be loose because she has a lot of sex yeah and i mean that's um so i think we want to talk about how we can combat that. And one of the things is, you know, tell people the truth. Tell people what you learned on our episode today. <laughs> tell people how the vagina is an amazing muscle, like an amazing muscle that can stretch so large to let a baby out and then can return back to its original size. And so we know that it has this amazing ability. And, you know, when a woman is sexually aroused, like that stretching like becomes easier and like it allows it to open up and allows a woman to engage in whatever sexual behavior she wants to. And like, it is just this, um, this thing that we should have some appreciation about and that we should like share some of that awe and talk about, you know, some of the facts about how great vaginas are. We've had the vagina monologues for 30 plus years at this point. And I think that it still needs to be shouted from the rooftops um, that like 
you know, it, it, it's not going to get stretched out. You're not going to be a loose woman. It's going to do the things that you want it to do if you take good care of it. Um, we should have a whole episode about v- vaginal care at some point, too. Um, mm-hmm. If you do your Kegels, uh, you'll have better control over it. Um, I mean, the. I think the other part of the stigma is that uh, women aren't supposed to like sex or experience sexual pleasure. Like there's a lot of pushback in society about women enjoying sex. Um, And I think that people say things like you're going to get loose. So your partner won't enjoy sex to try to control women's sexuality too. I think most of it comes down to society saying, well, we're going to control women and we're going to try to control women's sex. And all of the stigma is surrounding women and their sexuality trying to control it. Sorry, I just got really no, depressed. Sorry. Um, let's talk about something really happy then to end our episode. Um, <laughs> let's see. What's something really happy? Um, Which times are amazing. Are you going to sing a song? Oh, sorry. That was oh, the song. That's that's the whole vagina song. No, no, that doesn't that doesn't work. This is today. this is not no. the right song. That's the only song that I have I have loaded right now. So, your vagina that's like a, a baby being born. I'm coming out vagina. No. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're at the period. <laughs> I love our period today. Um, and it, it it's not really a joke, but it's kind of okay. Spring, what is it? Well, I mean, I've actually loved that I've been seeing this more and more as a meme recently. Um, and so, I mean, what the opposite or like the, I guess the, um, the similar story that we would be telling about if we were talking about a male who had a lot of sex would be that if he had tons and tons of sex and he was super slutty, then as he had more and more sex, his penis would just be whittled down over time from having sex with so many people. And that it would just like shrink, 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 shrink. It gets skinnier and skinnier and tidier and tidier and tidier from being like sloughed off as he was continually thrusting and rubbing this penis against whatever it is he's thrusting into. And we know that's not true. And Nobody thinks that and nobody even like is is ever suggesting that a man's penis is going to shrink over time if he has a lot of sex. And so the fact that we have the opposite, this idea that a woman's vagina is going to stretch out and get stuck at this like <laughs> hallway sized hole is insane to me. Um, and so... Yeah, of course it's not true. And also, I I love that finally, finally, I have seen a couple of memes about um, whittling down penises. <laughs> whittling down the penis. <laughs> but um, wait, what 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 would be like? So throwing a hot dog down a hallway is the kind of nasty way that women say that nasty way that people say women are loose. What would the other one be like? Whittling a hot dog down a bun i don't even know i can't even do it yeah that sounded really gross you should see spring space right now all right so we're done 
Um, so if you have any questions or want any follow-up about this episode, feel free to reach out to us. We're available. Um, you can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT. You can send us an email. Um, we're thesexrap at gmail.com. If you haven't already, you should check out our social media. We post every single day on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We post tips and memes. Um, we're at the Sex Rap. Um, but thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too af- Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.